Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Rainanya Cherry Show. We are live here in Seattle, and we're wishing everyone a very, very, very happy holiday season. So whatever you just experienced, whatever your um, beliefs were or where, how your family tends to celebrate the holidays, um, we're now moving into the new year. Oh my gosh, 2017. Can't hardly wait for really? it to get here, like right now. <laughs> like two days away, I really want it to happen like right now. You really want to write 2017, this right? La- well, right. <laughs> I'll still be doing 06, so, oh yeah. For a little while, yeah. right? Well, yeah. I mean, everyone does that. You right, know, they, 16, they yeah, over, but... right. But you're excited for 2017. You kind of want to shut the door to that, right? Too many changes or challenges or... Yeah, a little bit of everything, really. <laughs> no, to be honest, yes. And breathe. <laughs> And, and breathe deeper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the things that will be a big change for all of us in 2017, and I actually have a good feeling about it, even though my logical mind goes, how in the world could you have a good feeling about oh, 2017? I think it's going to be great. Sure. In numerology, it's a number one, so it means new beginnings. There and, you go. Right? New beginnings. And of course, 2016 was a nine, which means endings. So mm. kind of feel like we had some some beginnings in our ending year, but but we've also had a lot of things come to light, you know, um, that maybe we need to pay attention to, which I think is very, very important that we start to do that. Um, so, yes, I actually do have a good feeling about 2017 as well. And hopefully we won't have so many amazing celebrities and musicians pass away next year, right? Because that's ca- shocking for people. It's truly amazing still. Just even the last couple of weeks, it's like, uh, is everyone like taking their check and they're writing it and they're like, we're out of here? I mean, yeah, literally, it's, well, it's unreal. It's in, And we're just even just bombarded by it, unfortunately. Right, right. But, yeah, well, um, Carrie Fisher's mother. Uh-huh, um, Debbie Reynolds. Yes, mm-hmm. one of my favorite favorite actresses. I just adored her and thought that she was not only articulate and kind and generous and obviously a very good mother to a very challenging daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a daughter who had a lot of mental challenges and issues and um, her mother adored her daughter, obviously so much so that she dies, you know, not to a day, a, a day yeah, and I a half. about a day. After her, over, yeah. her daughter Carrie Fisher passed away. So we, I, I love how we can see like this soul bond between human beings, you know, and, and you don't have to be husband and wife. You can be a, a mother and a child or sisters. You, you know, my middle daughter was home. Um, she, we hadn't seen her since summer and our family's pretty tight and my daughters are actually really, really tight. And so Misha stayed in, she stays in my house for a little time and then she goes to her dad's house. Mm-hmm. We live about a mile away, but she takes turns, of course, right? Yeah. And Mina still lives in the home with me and they're both finally out of grad school. So we have all of our kids gradu- graduated, which is like, oh my gosh. For, for the record, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, like, wow. Okay. Yeah, right? You guys have been in school forever, like stop, a decade. Stop doing their laundry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't done their laundry for years, oh, okay. but kind of, so, you know, other things, right? Yeah. Um, and so it was so cute because Misha and Mina actually cuddled in the same bed every Aww. night because <laughs> they love each other yeah. so much. And Misha lives in Oklahoma and Mina lives here. And, you know, uh, Mariam's married and the bed really wasn't big enough for Mariam and Misha and Mina. But um, 
I'm sure that'll be the next visit is that to, M- Misha will go spend time at Mariam's house and they'll be cuddling. It's that soul sister. It's yeah. The, it's the connection. I get it. Right. These connections. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher had this amazing bond. Obviously they did because, you know, she was uh, so devoted to her daughter, you know, so devoted. And, and her daughter healed herself really remarkably over the years despite so many challenges and became a best-selling author and of course, was already accredited as an as an actress like her mother as well. So to see these two people who love each other so much and they're so bonded in a soulful way, leave the world back to back, you know, is quite incredible. And then um, George Michaels, right? Um, he left too just days before, I believe, or right in the middle. It or... was on Christmas, at least. That's when the uh. report was mentioned, and they found him. And so. I'm still speechless, too, because, I mean, he's just an amazing artist. Amazing. <clears throat> Over the years of singing and from who I grew up to listening to and my right. sister. I mean, that was the 80s were like the thing for songs for us. And right. for me to get into like DJing and really truly listen to music and the lyrics and what they were going for. So he really inspired you. Yeah. You well, know? and for him to pave a way for a lot of people. For a lot of people. Because the was vision. So- he was also recognized as an RB singer, you know, like which is unusual for uh at the time, it right. wasn't unusual for you know a white man to be an R.B. singer, but he was just extremely great at his craft mm-hmm. and talented and worked very, very hard. Well, and, and the passion for his lifestyle and how he lives uh-huh. and coming out and, mm-hmm. and all the other... Yeah, he paved the way for a lot of people, <laughs> I'm right. sure. That's yeah. what I'm mm-hmm. P- Pretty amazing. So they're probably all over there having a big party right now. Although when you leave your body, you know... You can drink and eat, but you don't need to. So it's not going to, like, affect you because you don't have, like, the anatomy that you have when you're in the human form. You don't have that physiology. You don't have kidneys or a liver or a brain. You're just pure energy. So you have the energetic aspects of that, but that means that they're not affected by chemicals or food. So you can't really taste it. You don't get that buzz from champagne, you know. It's just, so it's not as fun. That's why we don't have addicts on the other side because nothing really affects you. Maybe addiction to spirituality, although I see a lot more people, at least in my practice, whose loved ones get a lot of flyers from, like, spiritual teachers on the other side that they ignore about classes they need to be taking or workshops that would be in their best interest. Because you feel, like, so awakened when you are in pure energy. You, you feel so expansive because you are greatly expanded versus, you know, the kind of, you know, compacted human world. And maybe some people, uh, 2016 was so difficult for a lot of people in many ways. Maybe that's why, you know, we get this kind of mass exodus it's not really mass, but, uh, you know, an exodus of some of our celebrities who um, maybe don't are kind of tired of the world being challenging. Yeah, there's actually a meme floating around on Facebook, something like that, and on how many people have passed away of all their little pictures. And it's it's horrific. I mean, really, there's just so many people. And, of course, right. things were being um, overridden by the election process that we have. And it's unfortunate, you know, we don't give more time in celebrating those people that have passed. But we still can. Sure, of course, works, forever. Right? And that's what you're leading to with the party. Right. Got to keep the party going. <laughs> We're going to keep the party going mm-hmm. and see what our number one year is going to yes. be about. So part of the show today, we'll talk about ways that you can celebrate this transition from moving from a number nine year to a number one year. It takes 10 years to go through this cycle. You know, it's, it's pretty phenomenal mm-hmm. when you think about it. So we're in a brand new frontier, a number one year. Oh, my gosh. That means a lot of changes are going to be happening on the entire planet. So it's a one year for everyone, not, you know, you know your own birth date. So you can look at your own numerology for yourself, your own personal number for the next year that you're moving in, too. But collectively, for everyone, this is a number one year. So you might want to think about what was happening 
the last number one year that was going on, what was happening in your life? What were you changing? What were you growing from to kind of get a look at how, what just what transpired over this you know, last 10 years, what transpired for you as we move into a number one year? Well, so. that's easy for me. For an yeah. example, I got a house in 06. Wow. Yeah. And I, I definitely was just on the up and up. I was looking forward to it. And now I've looked back. I'm like, wow, I've had my house for already 10 years. Wow. And it's still not done. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. It's well, no big deal. I think as a homeowner, you find yeah, out you're never done. You know, even when I you know. buy a new home, it's right. like, oh, now we got to do this or we got to do that. Or you need drapes or landscaping <laughs> or something wasn't exactly perfect and you have to fix it you finally know, remodeling a kitchen kind yeah of what I'm doing right it's now. exciting <laughs> I think it's great no I think those those projects yeah. are fun mm-hmm. and that's why we become homeowners so that we can you know make it our own which very is very true. exciting very true. so uh, one of the things I want you to do and then I'm going to be going to the phone line so we're, we're taking your calls today which is very exciting um, is that I want you to s- instead of making a new year's resolution which is also perfect by the way it's also great to make some plans and have some ideas that's lovely i think sometimes people put a lot of pressure on themselves and then they get disappointed when they can't make those goals a reality uh i think what a great thing to do because i always think let's celebrate what we did what's how often do we even celebrate what we just accomplished and we all just finished 12 months of an interesting cycle for all of us a number nine year So I like to write down every change that happened in my life. That's what I like to do. Even if I changed my hairstyle or I got a new car or I planted new trees or, you know, it it doesn't have to be anything huge and gigantic. It can be something small, you know, uh, like, um, I don't know, like if you cooked more this year or if you... Um, took a class that you've t- never taken before, or if you decided to not take classes anymore, that could be a big change for you, and you have more free time. I finished my um, my uh, two-year mentoring program that I've been doing with individuals for a while. I, th- I think maybe 10 years, but, you know, I, I'm not really sure about the time period. I'd have to, you know, go ahead and look at that. Um, and it, so now I'm moving into more classes where I'm doing mentoring through classwork, which is really fun and exciting. I'm very excited about that. So that's something that's a change that I would put into um, my, you know, oh, my gosh, look what I completed this year. Or looks, look what has changed in my life this year. The so, done pile. The done pile. Right. And, and you want to celebrate it. Pour a mm-hmm. glass of champagne. Get yeah. excited. You, you, you made a change. You did something unique or different um, that you won't be doing in the future, which is really exciting. Or maybe you will be doing it in the future. You made a change for something that's new for you. So that's exciting. Why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines before we take our first break? Sure, let's do it. And if you'd like to join us on Marie's show, it's an open mic day, 877-825-8828 is the number. I have no idea what's wrong with my throat. (laughs) Maybe it's the 2016 saying, get out of there. Get out of there, yeah. 877-825-8828. Michael from Seattle, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for taking my call. How are you? Sure, Michael, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, what can I do for you? Um, I actually phoned in about six months ago, and you helped me through kind of a trying time of um, some instability. Oh, and I'm so are, happy it was helpful. It's yeah, just thank you. wonderful. Still a little, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> end of the, of the 20s, um, and that 28th year is always going to be a bit. Right, because you've got a Saturn. Um, I, I forget what the call. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic, yeah, so though. That's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> So I initially thought I was actually going to ask you about some um, some more life and kind of career type of questions, but I realized that I have this chronic pain in my left shoulder that okay. came almost out of nowhere about mm-hmm. three months ago, mm-hmm. and I have it's it's getting 
pretty bad, like the point of where I feel almost like I need to take a muscle relaxant to help me sleep through the night. And I really don't like doing that. I'm very energetically sensitive. I'm a I'm very energetic person. I do Reiki. Um, right. But I've gotten energy sessions. I've gotten massage. I've gotten reflexology. Um, and I just, I, it's just not resolving. And so I'm wondering if you see anything. Is it maybe more physical? Is there something that's related to the career and life elements or what's well, going on? Well, I, am, I do want you to go get it checked out. I, okay. You could have a rotator cuff tear. I hope uh-huh. not. I really, really hope not. But I saw someone in my mind who had one before, so I want okay. you to go look at it. Now, if, it's a, if you have a tear, if, if it's small they can heal on their own, right? Of course, uh-huh. anything can heal on its own anyway. It just depends right. on how much time someone wants to spend working on healing something that could be resolved through the physical, conventional way, right? Like, right. like even when someone finds a tumor in, in like their breast tissue, whether it's benign or malignant, if it's small mm-hmm. and encapsulated, they could work on it energetically and it can go away. It could take some time because we have to work out of our brain kind of aspect, mm-hmm. right? Or they could just totally. go in and just have it removed. So that's okay. something that, you know, I, I just, let's just go get it checked out just to make sure, because it's getting, it is really painful. When you talk about it, I can really feel it. Yeah. Is it hard to move sometimes? Um, it is. Sometimes I have um, difficulty, you know, raising my arm above my head, which is really tough for me because yoga is how I do a lot of my self-care. Right. Um, right. And so that's, yeah. So the, the other thing, and this is what I'm hoping it is, um, because you don't want it to be anything physical. So I'm having to like fight your energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You know? Yeah, totally. So if I had my hands on you, I probably would be pretty confident about what I'm seeing. So okay. what I'm hoping that it is, is just, that it's just frozen, you know, okay. frozen shoulders actually hurt really bad and they limit the amount of fun- function they have. And the left hand side of, cause you, did you say it was left? It is, yeah. So the left-hand side is about receiving, which is something that you're working on. You're young to be in this aspect of gaining that knowledge, which is amazing. And shoulders about burdens, having too many burdens. So now that you've kind of parted the ways, I'm going to say that it's frozen, which is yay. But I still want you to go just have it checked out, please. You know, that'll just make me happy, you know, that because then you can make whatever decisions you need to make, Right. And, and, yeah. a, and a frozen shoulder, if it starts to get stuck, um, it just takes a little while for it to run out. Rolfing works great for it. You know, at okay. least it did for one of my shoulders. It worked really, really well for me. So it's the stress and this lack of receiving. You have to really allow yourself to be seen and adored and cherished and let people appreciate you. Okay. And, and I think this is hard for healers. I, I, tr- I think it's hard for a lot of sensitive people who want to give. And, you know, but everything needs to be in balance. One of the one of the most challenging things for me is I get a lot of thank you cards in the mail. I could say almost daily. I have hundreds of them and I have a hard time. I have to slow myself down to read through them because people say the kindest things to me and I have a very hard time absorbing it. So one of the things I've told I save all of the cards that people send me and I put them in like craft books. And I always tell myself when I'm 90, I'm going to sit outside on my porch if I'm you know, blessed enough to live that long. And I'm going to read all the cards in serious detail. But I do read every single one of them. But I have a hard time absorbing it. I f- have to force myself to read the kind things that people have taken time out of their day to write in a card and post it and send it to, to me. So, 
So any way where you can find moments where people are being kind to you and generous and loving and sweet in any way, I want you to take that time to absorb it. Like stop your mind, step back and absorb it. Like even if it makes you feel uncomfortable, even if you want to cry, even if you think they're lying or that they're exaggerating or whatever your brain is telling you, I want you to fight that tendency and let them appreciate you. Thank you. All right, because this will make you a better healer. Because when people can receive more energy, because love and kindness and being cherished is an energy, they can give more energy. So it can help all your skill sets expand. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. All right. And then I think your shoulder is going to get better. And I do think it's frozen, which I'm thrilled about. I'm thrilled, thrilled, thrilled. But I still want you to go get it checked out. Okay. Thank okay. You. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Michael, for calling in. Appreciate it. 877-825-8828. How about a quick little break? Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. We're that's okay. A no, that's all here good. On the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We'll be right back. Have you ever wanted to learn about the anatomical function of a chakra and have a greater understanding of how it functions? Well, check out Marie's latest course, Divine Energy Medicine. This two-day intensive course will educate participants in reading the health and vitality of chakras, organs, and the physiology of the human body. Participants will learn how to energetically read others and how to hold their energy to create a health and wellness for themselves and those they touch. Join Marie March 25th and 26th as she dives into divine energy medicine. Visit her website, energyintuitive.com, for more details about the course. There's a threat targeting America, one that's growing fast but may still be hard to see. Lyme disease. Spread by tiny ticks often smaller than the head of a pin, this dangerous disease is now more widespread than West Nile, tuberculosis, and HIV-AIDS combined. And if left untreated, it can lead to arthritis, facial paralysis, and even memory and concentration problems, often called brain fog. As the threat of Lyme disease grows to more than 300,000 projected cases each year, it's time for us to target Lyme disease. That means checking for ticks when you've been outside, even in your own backyard. It means seeing a doctor if you experience the symptoms of Lyme disease, which can include joint pain, flu-like symptoms, fever, fatigue, or sometimes a bullseye-shaped rash. Set your sights on stopping Lyme. Learn how you can target Lyme disease at TargetLyme.org. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, 
and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Lauren Archer, who helps ring in the new year with important information about living intentionally and setting big goals. On Saturday, Michael Fierro uses numerology to talk about what the year 2017 promises and how we can be prepared. In our number two, Reverend Ray Sunshine joins us with a preview of the Entrepreneur's Table and much more. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007, we are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Brain Manuture Show. That's the perfect song for us as we move into 2017, having faith for a great beginning, a, you know, a, a reverence for humanity. And as we learn to respect and honor each other, um, which is something that we kind of need to all work on. Apparently, we have uh, quite a few issues about that in the world, um, not just in the U.S., although uh, unfortunately that's come to light as well. But globally, we have to learn to love each other and take care of each other and have faith, which so, is amazing. Probably a silly question, but you said obviously this is the a one year. Yeah. It continues two, three, four, five after that? Right. All okay. the way up to nine. So nine's considered okay. the conclusion year. And then the 10 is the one. So in numerology, you always break it down to one number. Got it. Right? So an 11 year is really a two year, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that interesting? Because you add the two together, right? Correct. Ah. Yeah. You got it. See, All right. other people I know have the same question, just like me. <laughs> oh, no, I love those questions. Yay. I love it. I love it. Okay, who do we have next? Sure. If you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manuturi Show. We'll take Ellen calling in from California. Hello, Ellen. Hi. Hi, Can Ellen. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. I met you at Seabag. I was there with my daughter. Oh, Absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you so, so much. I really loved Seabeck. So Seabeck is in Washington State. It's this beautiful retreat center Mm -hmm. across the street from the ocean. Literally, Justine and I went there, and we spent a weekend. We were part of um, the Edgar Cayce Foundation actually invited me to speak on on their behalf for one of their beautiful workshops. And I had such a good time. Thank you so much, Ellen, for being there. We're waiting for another one that's a closer to California. <laughs> well, you know, I am working on trying to find some space uh, for California. So if you have any cool ideas, I mean, we can always you know, work through a hotel. But I always like to find uh-huh. some funky place where we can spend a weekend, you know, that's got some lovely nature around it. So if you've run into anything, let us know because we're ready to go to California. Now that I'm not mentoring like I have been for a decade, um, I get to travel a little bit more and do workshops uh, around the country, so I'm excited about that. Oh, good. Okay, I'm I'm a psychotherapist, Ooh. and actually, I've told a lot of people about you know your work, and I also tell a lot of clients. But I want to thank learn you. More about energy. So thank you. This is my question. Yes. So um, I was diagnosed in October 2015 with um, stage two breast cancer. Uh huh. And I had the lumpectomy, and then I had radiation. Mm-hmm. I refused to do chemo. Yeah. 
Um, and then the oncologist will start telling me the risk if I don't take medication, the mm-hmm. one that is an estrogen blocker. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've had terrible, terrible um, hormonal, you know, imbalance with it to the point where I'm just, I'm saying I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I was an oncology nurse, and I, I really believe in that everyone is biochemically unique. And so, you know, stage two is, is not super advanced, which is wonderful. If it was encapsulated or your lymph nodes were clear and they removed all of that, if you're feeling that your body doesn't like, you know, the medication they want you to take to five or ten years, I'm not really sure because I haven't been in the hospital in a very long time, like 17 years so, you know, things change medically, thankfully, which is really great. I, I want you to listen to your body. I truly, truly do. And, and I, th- I think we're moving into a place where, of course, we're going to appreciate, you know, because some people do really well on conventional chemicals, right? And, and we want to celebrate that because that's wonderful. And I also actually celebrate it. I, I celebrate the fact that you chose not to do chemo under, under those circumstances because what people don't know, when you take chemotherapy, you have to sign a waiver because chemo causes cancer. There's actually a whole new, not for everyone, but it is a carcinogenic. So it can cause cancers, even secondary cancers people can get from um, the chemotherapy. In fact, there's a new study that's out about children who had had leukemia or other childhood cancers, which chemotherapy for certain types of leukemia for children is extremely effective. Like 75% of the children recover from leukemia, which is amazing and wonderful. And I'm grateful for it. However, they're now doing research on, because these kids live for a normal lifetime, right? They're young, usually, you know, even below their teens, they go on chemotherapy for uh, at least a year. I, I don't know the entire protocols, but it's a long period of time of regular chemotherapy. And, um, and so they were able to study them after the chemo, and now they're noticing all these health problems that they have post-medication. Um, so it is something we need to look at. How do we help strengthen the immune system and heal diseases like cancer and not create other diseases from the treatment? So I think you made a good choice personally, and, and I do think it's a personal choice. I, do, I wish more people would listen to their bodies and honor them rather than just listening to what their physician says. I think we need to listen to our physicians, but we also need to listen to ourselves. So if yeah, you, it's scary. <laughs> it is scary. It is scary because we don't know other ways to heal cancer that has been documented, right? So it's, it is kind of a gray line. Here's what I want you to ask your oncologist, because you're very smart, by the way. And thank you for all the work you do in the world. Ask your oncologist, because this is what a lot of my clients have done, is help them to make decisions when when certain drugs are making them not feel good. So, um, which could be a sign, like, please don't take this. We don't know, right? But it's something that we need to ask our bodies. It's very important. Ask your doctor what percentage you're gaining of preventing future cancers from this medication, because it's usually pretty low. And and that could be a deciding factor for you, because it's good to have logical information, because if it's 3%, you may go, yeah, 3%, that's kind of low. But I think that would be a good question because they have all that statistical information from people who've chosen to take conventional drugs to treat their disease processes. Uh, there's right. also a wonderful book um, that Justine and I uh, refer clients to. Um, it's a natural cancer treatment book. It's got tons of different research in it. And um, so if you... We have your contact information, Ellen. I'm assuming if you just write a note to the website, could you please send me the title of that book 
we will be happy okay. to do that for you so that you can research other things that might make you feel comfortable so that you're still doing things, but maybe something that isn't affecting your body so negatively. And, and I would also ask, because, you know, they did, you know, a biopsy, I'm assuming, so they know all the, the tumor markers for what you had to see how much you will benefit from the drug you're taking right now. I think that's just a really good, fair question to ask as you're making that decision. Um, can you do you see anything else about me that's going to be helpful? Well, first of all, your your energy looks great. Your energy looks fabulous. You're taking energy in through your crown, your root chakra, the back of your third eye. I would just stop worrying. Worrying, first of all, is stress on the body. And and here's what I believe. I just believe, you know, because what people are most afraid of is that, you know, if they have a disease, they're going to die. That's what everybody is afraid of, right? Or if we get a disease, we're going to die. I don't believe people die or leave their bodies until they're, it's their time. It doesn't matter the circumstances. That's just what I believe. So if you can start to believe in something like that, then you can just let go and relax and enjoy your life. You, you do think through the choices you make. You ask really smart, intelligent questions, and you've made excellent decisions for yourself. I want you to appreciate that and value that. And just know that nobody leaves here until it's their time. So do you see what I mean? Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, so yeah. so let go. Relax. You've been very responsible. You're making good decisions. And trust yourself that you'll make also future decisions. But I would ask your doctor that. Because if it's like a 50%, you know, that's a high reading, then you might reconsider. Or it might make you feel comfortable taking the drug. But if it's really, really low, then I think you can feel comfortable in what your body's communicating to you about, mm, is this really beneficial? Mm. Right? Right? Okay, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I hope to see you in the future. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Thanks, Ellen. And uh, leaves in a line open here at the Marie Manucherry Show, 877-825-8828 is the number. And let's see here. Let's go to David. And David is calling in from Seattle. Hello, David. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Marie. Hi, David. How are you? Doing good. Good. What can I do for you? I'm calling to see what you um, would um, would think energetically of um, I'm coming out, or I know now I'm coming out of a really difficult time, and uh, I had anything I had seen intuitively always seemed so overwhelming, and I just want to, um, especially next year, being a one year, that's 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 I mean, um, um, fits right into that. <laughs> I um, was one, yeah. I was wondering what 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 you might think about that. Well, I I, I actually know you, David, a little bit, and I I think what would be important is to for for you and the type of person that you are is to definitely not worry or overthink or analyze. You know what I mean. Because I think it slows you down. I think it lowers your vibration. I think you're a really smart individual. But because of the fact that you depend on your mind so much to get through life or to understand what's going on around you, that you tend to overanalyze and you move into fear quite a bit. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I don't think that's healthy. So I would love for you to work on unlooping your brain. You know, really pay attention to those moments where your buttons are pushed and your fear is activated, whether it's rational or not, and stop yourself. Literally find a way to refocus your energy, refocus your thoughts, or get present. You know, just get very, very present because it's a pattern. It's a really old pattern that 
lots of human beings have, by the way, lots. And it, it's not helping us to grow consciously. And the earth realm wants to expand exponentially. And so we need to help in that process by learning to control our negative thinking and our fear-based thoughts, which are profound on the human race, logically and unlogically. For most people who live in North America, it's not logical. So, uh, so it's going to be very important for you to catch that time and reevaluate what's going on inside of you. And, and in your mind, and find a different value system. I think a lot of people think that fear is a valuable thing to spend energy on, and I disagree immensely. I think fear is overrated. I think it paralyzes us, and it keeps us away from our super consciousness. The, the true aspect of our higher self is not fear-based, and when we lower our vibration in fear, no matter what it is, we disconnect from our super consciousness where all the answers are. All of the answers that we would ever want to have are right there next to us. Literally kissing you on the side of your cheek saying, honey, I'm right here. Could you shift your frequency so you can hear me, see me, understand me, know me, become in peace and know that everything's okay. And also know what the next best decision is for you to move forward. Could you please do that? So I I would say let's devote your number one year to unlooping your mind and finding something else of a, a new value system for you. Okay? Okay. All right. Thanks. Thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. Thank you, David. 877-825-8828 is the number. We'll take Myra calling in from Issaquah now. Hello, Myra. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm looking forward to 2017. Hope it's a better year. Yeah, I think it will be. Logically, my brain doesn't understand that. But from an energetic perspective, I do have a good feeling about 2017. So uh, what can I do for you? Uh, well, I was wanting to know my, if you could tell me about my overall um, health and energy. I haven't learned how to listen to my body so that I can take the supplements that I really need to be taking and the ones I don't. I've been feeling really tired, having ups and downs throughout the year. So when I haven't been, when I've gotten exhausted, then I would fall into this depression, fear mode, because I'm not able to do all the things that I needed to get done. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like that feeling. Mm-hmm. Do you think you can just, this is one of the things that I do when I'm tired, is, and I fight it. <laughs> like like you do and most people, I fight my, my exhaustion or just I'm tired some days. And finally, when I let go of fighting it, then I can I actually feel better. I relax. I take a nap. I'm recharged. So I think that would be really important for you is because you tend to, you know, like you have a hyper-focused mind. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. Okay. And so it's kind of like a dog with a bone. My middle daughter, Misha, has a dog named Suri. And her partner for Christmas got her some sort of hide thing that's made like a, a Christmas cane mm-hmm. you know like one of those candy canes yeah like a dog version mm-hmm. yeah, yeah dog yeah. version it's really big and and so we saw all these cute videos of Siri carrying around this candy cane dog I, I'm not a dog person I'm sorry <laughs> so that's why I don't know exactly what kind of material but it's something edible and um they have to take it away for her from her after a while because she just chews on it so much she'll actually start to tear her mouth yep. up right mm-hmm. so that's what I'm seeing that image because that's what you do you're so hard on yourself and you have these expectations of 
of, you know, doing these accomplishments, which I think having, you know, healthy expectations and desires and passions is beautiful. But if you're beating yourself up from it and you're mad at yourself and you're frustrated with yourself, that is a low vibration. And your consciousness, your true God self, your super being does not vibrate in that time space reality. So you can't hear it or see it or feel it, even though it always continually exists and always is next to you and always is available to give you great insight to help you move forward. So when you are in that place where you're fighting that part of yourself or any part of yourself, you can't hear your wisdom. Nobody can. So I think you need to like give up. And if you're tired that day, go take a nap. Be okay with it. Because if there's something that you can do, like a supplement or something that's really good for you, you're going to have the awareness of what's going to give you more energy in the future if you can surrender. But if you stay engaged, like Suri and that dog treat you know, mm-hmm. that rips up her mouth, literally, uh, it, it, how could you possibly know what's in your next best interest? You're not going to know. You're not going to have the consciousness or the awareness to know what to do next. So you got to learn to surrender. The, yes, and then I'm like all confused because I don't know. Well, of course. I Everybody's confused. Well, but if your energy is elevated, then you it will become clear for you and you're going to feel confident. You're going to have this. When people hear their higher self or have an image or a, a sensation, some people get like goosebumps or tickly feeling in their body. Some people are very visual or auditory. I, I know my spirit guides when I when I'm really asking for assistance and I learn to disengage from my desire to have the answer, I have a, I have a strong auditory, auditory system that comes on. And so there's a multisensory experience that happens when, when you have those moments. It's almost like the world gets really quiet for a second and you hear, see, or feel something more deeply than you typically do. And it leaves an impression on you. And that's what you need to trust. That's our natural guidance system. And when you do that, then doors start to open because you start to make totally different choices, which is why we need to have that space. Because when we're making decisions from our low vibration, they are never fulfilling, ever. And they don't, they don't resolve things in a way that is positive or progressive or has good movement. This will be a game changer for you. Because you have lots of spirit guides around you, lots of wisdom. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, I have felt it in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, on moments that I have been, that I've had a lot of time to dedicate to meditating mm-hmm. uh, and listening to myself. But lately, between school, work, it doesn't uh, matter what the surgery. Ex- it yeah. was just like too much. <laughs> It is too much, you know, so it makes sense that you need to rest. And during that restful time, you can heighten your vibration and have your own wonderful, sacred moment with yourself where you know, where your knowingness comes through and you can make different choices that help propel you on your path and continue to make great choices. Because all these choices are connected to each other, right? So when we make a decision that's connected to our lower vibration, we keep having more outcomes that are not favorable. (laughs) That's what happens. But when you stop that fearful contact from the looping of your mind and being hard on yourself, and then you move to a higher frequency by connecting to your, your God consciousness, your super being, then all the choices you make line up, they connect, the doors open over and over and over again, because you're in a new vibration, you're in a brand new system. It's like changing your zip code, you know, like maybe you live in a town where 
there's not a lot of convenient stores near you and you have to get in your car and you have to drive and it's kind of frustrating because maybe the store closes. Like Trader Joe's closes at nine o'clock. I like to shop kind of late. I know that sounds weird, but I like to do it when it's quiet and nobody's in the store. Mm -hmm. So I'm like one of those PCC shoppers who's there at 10 o'clock at night, you know, unless I have time during the day. Ma'am, you need to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, right now. (laughs) (laughs) But Trader Joe's closes at 9. That's kind of inconvenient for me, you know. So, But when you change to, let's say you move from a place where the stores are right next to you and you're in higher vibration and you're in alignment with... Uh, your time schedules alignment with theirs. That's what it's like when you're vibrating at a higher frequency. That's exactly what it's like. So let your b- brain complain all it wants to. Let it come up with all the excuses and, and issues. But even what you just said to me about working, school, and surgery, of course you're tired. Who wouldn't be? Go take a nap. <laughs> and don't worry about it. Have fun. Relax. Surrender. Okay. okay? Thank you. You're welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Have a great day. Thanks, Meyer, for calling in. 877-825-8828 is the number. We have a few more minutes left in the show. If you'd like to join us, 877-825-8828. We'll be right back. Marie Manucherry, RN and renowned energy healer, provides accessible instruction for helping you tune in to your health at a deeper level in her first book, Intuitive Self-Healing. Offering a compendium of illuminating case studies and practical self-care techniques, Marie invites you to learn more about the chakras, energetic preventative care, and tools for accessing intuition. Intuitive Self-Healing is available at Amazon.com and Energy Intuitive. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. How could you not love him? Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. Have you ever felt like you are meant for something more? The truth is, you are. Life is not to be endured, it is to be lived. Live your life fully and with purpose. Join me, Holly Holmquist, day minister, spiritual mentor, and the host of Open Conversations, Sundays at 3 p.m. If you want to live your authentic life, let me and my fascinating guests inspire you. Join Open Conversations Sundays from 3 to 4 on KKNW Alternative Talk 1150. That's Sundays at 3 p.m. Join the conversation. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. You put the boom boom into my heart. You said the 
Great music. Thank you so much, Benny, for playing that. This is, of course, when he was, uh, uh, George Michael was with Wham. Well, yeah, he's he with Wham, yeah, right. The solo I, I was watching on one of the television news um, casts that, yeah, it was, became very obvious to the record producers that he really was a superstar. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that um, then they asked him to become a solo artist, and so he left Wham. And um, Gotta get your star somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, so so exciting. Wham, even, yeah, even if. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. I love that. And for those of you who have read um, the book Eat Right for Your Blood Type um, or Your Type, uh, but it's all about blood type too. And mm-hmm. um, we are going to be interviewing that author for his 20 year anniversary of of this book. Um, and he's, um, of course, releasing another one, Doctor Diadamo. Diadamo, yep. Diadamo. Mm-hmm. He'll there be on the on the radio show mm-hmm. next Thursday. We're very excited to have him in studio, and uh, we'll be able to ask him a lot of wonderful questions mm-hmm. and go over his new released book. And very exciting. Short interview, but jam packed full of great. Goodies. Exactly. Yep, yeah. So that's how yeah. we work it. Right. We love that. Mm-hmm. We love that. We love that. So we're talking about the new year, and it really is a new year. This year is like the big new year. So before you move forward in creating all those New Year's resolutions, I think it'd be great for you to appreciate what you have accomplished, whatever it is. Because one of the things that, you know, we talk about self-love all the time here, and I think people get tired of it. I even get annoyed. Like, really, I have to love myself more? Oh, because it's really hard work. Self-love is really, really hard work, I think, personally. But maybe if you can start to look at self-worth like a value system. Because the, when you change your perception about something, you change your value about it which is, in definition, about loving something or appreciating something more. So try to think of it this way, that maybe in 2017 you're going to learn to value yourself more. And when you do, you start to change your ideas and your consciousness about what you deserve or what's in your best interest. I remember when I was married, and I was one of those kind of devoted pushover wives where I did pretty much everything my spouse wanted. It made for a very... uh, um, calm relationship, right? Because <laughs> only one person was making the majority of the decisions. And it, when I was in my uh, late 30s, I started to have a change in my value system about what I, what kind of music I wanted to listen to or what kind of food I wanted to eat or what I wanted to do in my spare time. So things diverted from what I had valued previously. I no longer wanted to do everything that he wanted to do. I wanted to do things that I just wanted to do which disrupted our marriage so much that we ended up getting a divorce. There were other reasons, but he wasn't excited about my new values, but I was. So when you, when you start to make these new value assessments about what you deserve or who you are, or what you want to have in your life, the people around you aren't necessarily going to be excited, especially if your old value system worked for them. So you need to be kind of prepared for that. It doesn't mean you should stop and pull back and go, well, that's not going to make them happy. I might make their life uncomfortable. No. If it's if it's a sincere shift in your value system, like every person should have their own likes and dislikes and n- know what kind of food that turns them on and what kind of music they like. I mean, that is just healthy. It's very healthy to have that individualized assessment of your needs and um, your joys, right? So that's a healthy growth. That's a good value system. So as you're making these changes, and maybe this is why you haven't, if you haven't made a recent value assessment about your worth and your consciousness and you haven't acted on it, it could be because you're trying to not hurt other people's feelings or you don't want to create some sort of dissatisfaction in a relationship. But the good thing is if you're in a healthy relationship or a healthy work environment, people will ultimately want you to do what's in your best interest. People who really are 
true supporters of yours and true friends or lovers or coworkers or bosses are going to ultimately celebrate that with you and want you to have your, your independent joys and appreciate your creative ideas. So think of it as a value system. You're changing your personal values towards yourself, which is, you know, code word for self-love. <laughs> and it may create a little bit of ruckus in your life. This is a number one year, but it is going to be good ruckus. Because I can tell you every decision I've made since I've learned to listen to myself and to appreciate what I need for me has been a positive game changer in my life. So much so that I live a life that I didn't imagine I would. Do you kind of remember the exact point in time you just had that? Was it like a washover? Kind of like Well, I had started meditating actually mm-hmm. for physical reasons because I'd had some physical issues and uh, it was stress related for sure. And so I was meditating and in my meditation, I was kind of prompted whether you think it's a spirit guide or my own mind or an angel or whatever, prompted to ask myself um, about what made me happy. And I really did not know the answer. I was kind of surprised that like, I don't know. Obviously my children made me happy and and feeling happiness for other people made me happy, which I thought that was all I needed. As long as I felt happy when other people were happy then, but no, I have to feel happy for myself. So that was like the big, I was in my late thirties. It was a big game changer for me to, um, question that. Mm-hmm. And and I would say that that was probably very common for my generation in, in the late 30s, early 40s. But now we're seeing this happening much younger for people, right? We're looking at people who are in their 30s, early 30s or late 20s, making career choices based on their personal value system, not just, oh, that golden parachute that doesn't really exist anymore, right? right? Or I have to be gainfully employed so that I can buy a house and take care of my family, which are all wonderful things. But now people are also looking at Oh, is this fulfilling to me? Does this does this work actually relate to my personal value system? Do I believe in the product that I sell? Do I believe in the company I'm working for? Do, are they supportive of me? Do they have good daycare situations? Or can I bring my dog to work? You know, So these are actually lovely things that people are looking at younger and younger and younger. And then we have people who are my age or older who haven't looked at these these. Uh, values that are very important for them that will affect their life in a very positive way, or maybe not if they don't reassess their value system. So when we look at change values, what we're also looking at is consciousness. Because when you change your value system, you become more self-aware. And self-awareness is consciousness. And, and when that happens, you actually feel empowered because you feel confident about the knowledge that's coming through to you. You go, oh, yeah, you know, I really don't like that. Oh, yes, I really like that. Or oh, I, I, I'm not sure if I like this or not. You become very clear. And then you start to do self-investigation. Well, if, I don't, if I'm not sure how I feel about something, I need to spend some time investigating that to find out how I feel about that as an individual. These are all very important things. Well said. Oh, I like thank that. you. You're so sweet to say that. Super yeah, cool. values are important. Exactly. And from looking at it from a different angle, too, a lot of people, you know, we always talk about as far as the traditional, you've got to do it this way, you got to do it that way. And, and what you were saying about the younger generations are seeing it from the other angle earlier, which is a variety, which is spice of life. And it's adaptive, uh, I guess I should say, for it's appreciative because I think the younger kids really respect that. And they understand it earlier. They which do. Normally, they don't. They're, right. You know what I mean? Right. Because when I was going through that self awareness, mm-hmm. my kids were really supportive of it. You know, they're like, right. oh, really, mom? You, you don't like to eat there? I'm like, no, I don't even like that food. 
which I didn't even realize because I was just looking at everybody else's mm-hmm. happiness. Everyone else's decision. Yeah. But I do think what you just said, Benny, is really important because it shows that the consciousness in the human race is expanding because if our younger people are more self-aware, that means we're doing a really good job. We, we are allowing for that to occur through our educational system, through our parenting. We're allowing people to be freer in their thought processes, which is amazing that we're allowing that to happen. And it's going to trickle up and trickle down, you know, if we look at, you know, timelines of, of, you know, ages of people and generations that will trickle up, you know, into their parents and grandparents, and it will trickle down into their children and grandchildren and so forth. So that's a, a huge positive blessing for our world that our youth are having more independent thoughts and belief systems and not just catching on to that fake golden parachute, which doesn't exist, which is one of the beautiful things that happened when we had our unusual you know, financial situation in the U.S. in 2008, 2009, is people went, wow, I've devoted my life or my career or decades of time with a company that isn't going to honor my retirement or whatnot, you know, because that's what people were working for is what, what are they going to do when they retire, Right. Um, and now young people are thinking, well, what if I don't retire? What if I'm going to do something cool and fun and fascinating for the rest of my life? I'm just going to be changing that out as I get to know myself better and change my value system. I agree. Great. I love that. So uh, we have some classes coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to be doing a gig with Sounds True, I think, in, in February 4th. Um, so I have that on the website. I think uh, eventually you'll be able to click through to Sounds True. I know that they kind of do things a few weeks before it actually goes live. So there's actually a healing summit, and it's going to be online with a lot of other authors and healers. And I am blessed to be one of them with Sounds True, which is my publisher um, for my book, Intuitive Self-Healing, and my audiobook How to Communicate with Your Spirit Guides. So um, you might want to check that out. I'm very excited about it. Um, so that uh, you can look at that whole healing summit, sign up for the classes that you want to or the courses um, that are outlined with Sounds True that's coming up. And then in March, towards the end of March, I will be teaching the 25th and the 26th of March. I will be teaching a class called Divine Energy Medicine, which is my um, way that I've worked on the human body over the last um, 17 years in helping human beings to heal their emotional, spiritual, and physical body through vibration. So I'm going to teach very deeply into the chakra system and the auric field and talk about anatomy and physiology and how to hold your energy as a healer, um, which is really important. And one of the things that we're always learning to do is to heal ourselves. So whether you are a practitioner um, or you are a, a practitioner for yourself or your family, um, this class could be really beneficial. So I'm super excited to teach at a very deep level about um, chakras and auras and the uh, human anatomy and physiology. So it should cool. be super fun. All ready for everybody. Yes. It, we have totally enjoyed, again, another delightful year here on the radio. Justine and Benny and I um, look forward to our Thursdays. And, of course, you can listen to us now on Tuesday mornings at 6 a.m. Yep. We bonus your show. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yeah. So KKNW is playing mm-hmm. this show on Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. um, which is very exciting. And we so appreciate that. And we appreciate the studio. And we appreciate all of our callers and listeners. Um, Thank you so much for another beautiful year on the show. And uh, thank you for trusting us and listening to us. And we wish you the rest of your holiday season to be heartfelt. And we wish everyone a happy new year. And thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.